This is Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud. In the movie Men in Black, Tommy Lee Jones' character holds a tiny little CD capable of holding massive amounts of digital data. And as he looks at it, he says, looks like I'm going to have to buy the White Album again. You see, the joke is every time someone releases a newer, more compact way of distributing music, videos, or any digital information, really, the owners of this content get richer because we all buy our favorite stuff again in the new format. But this has got to stop. And I don't mean that in a desperate way. I mean, literally, soon it's got to stop because there's nowhere else to convert it. We're getting our music, our movies, our digital content through the air as it is. There's no more plastic, no more printing of paper. There's practically no more shipping of CDs. I used to work at Tower Records as a kid. Gone. Warehouse Records. Gone. I just finished sampling the last of my CD collection onto my iPhone, and I thought to myself, hey, maybe I'll sell these CDs somewhere. Then I remember when I sold all my vinyl records for 25 cents each, and I figured I'd spend more money in gas just driving the CDs to some art house slash tattoo parlor slash cigar rolling joint that still sells used CDs, so I just bagged it and threw them away. I mean, I guess I still could be SOL if my computer dies, but I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. But to give you an idea of how fast this whole thing is changing, I remember in the early 80s reading a projection that by 1995, all cars manufactured in the United States would come with a CD player. And none of us could believe it. I mean, CD players, when they first came out, cost like $250,000. In 1996, my producing partner and I started a record label called the Digital Realm Company. We actually had a deal with Atlantic Records to produce enhanced CDs. Enhanced CDs were compact discs with both the audio and the artist's digital video content. And in the same week, we were moving into Atlantic Records to work with Tori Amos, Liz Fair, Stone Temple Pilots, Peter Townsend, and a slew of others. Danny Goldberg got fired And every project he signed to Atlantic, including us, got shelved. And in less time than it took for the ink in Danny Goldberg's signature to dry on the check he wrote us as an advance, Atlantic Records had projected that shortly after Y2K, music wouldn't be distributed on compact disc at all. And they were right. Enhanced CDs never took off because the compact disc itself went totally Jurassic. Now there's no more CDs to buy, no DVDs to buy, and truthfully, with the Kindle and the iPad, virtually there's no more books to buy. Any content that can be cut up into tiny bite-sized ones and zeros is now simply downloaded from anywhere and to anywhere in the world in a matter of seconds. And unfortunately, the artists who work so hard to create the content are only seeing a fraction, if any, of the sales. Two days after Avatar opened, I found a site that was streaming it online for free. What does this mean for the independent artist? It means that unless you're James Cameron and your content makes you a billion in the box office, your chances of making money selling your content are slim and none. Or should I say one and zero. Without the plastic, our digital content is virtually up for grabs on the information superhighway and there isn't a damn thing we can do about it. Andy Warhol said, 
I love Los Angeles. I love Hollywood. They're beautiful. Everybody's plastic, but I love plastic. I want to be plastic. Well, if Andy'd lived long enough to get his wish, he'd probably be sitting around in the cutout bin waiting to be digitized, downloaded, and distributed through LimeWire at a fraction of his worth. How much that is exactly would depend on the exchange rate between the information superhighway and the afterlife. But I suppose he'll cross that bridge when he comes to it. Which reminds me of a joke. These two guys are avid golfers and they make a pact with each other that whichever one of them dies first, they'll do anything they can to come back from the afterlife and let the other one know if there's golf in heaven. Well, eventually one of the guys dies and a few months later he shows up to the guy's house late at night and the guy's startled to see the ghost of his friend, but the friend says, relax, relax, I'm just here to keep my promise. I've got good news and bad news. The good news is there's golf in heaven. The bad news is, you tee off tomorrow at nine. That's my joke for this week. I'm Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud.